Hello. Hello. I was almost going to say the intro that we usually say, but me too. Let's not do that. How's everyone doing? You know what we should do? We should insert the intro that somebody sent us. Oh my god, yes, someone sent us a little intro, so here it is. Insert clip here. Welcome to The Matcha Diaries, a podcast hosted by Leo and Kara. Woo! Yay! <laughs> so, we are sadly not in person. We were supposed to be recording in person because we did see each other this yeah, week. Yeah, we did. But we didn't have time, to be honest. Well, there was a whole story. Do you, do you want to say that? What happened? It's gonna... Okay. It must come up. It's gonna be kind of part of my low. Oh, okay. That is so funny. Okay, let, let's the wait. The whole story. Let's wait till that, till the low. But basically, we couldn't record in person just because of timing and stuff. But we were together, which is nice. We've been getting more car and Leo time, which honestly yeah. has been so nice. Um... But now I'm in Jordan, which is going to be my high. Um, <laughs> but I'm gone for a month, so I won't see you till I'm back. Actually so rude that you're gone for a whole entire month. I know, how month. dare I visit how my family? You? How? <laughs> Just very selfish and inconsiderate. I'm so rude. I'm so selfish. Bish. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get straight. Just start with your high. Okay, so like I just said <laughs> I'm in Jordan um, I flew yesterday in and it was actually okay. I thought I'd be more stressed than I was, but I think I handled it very well, to be honest. I'm very proud well of myself. Well done. Um, I'm proud of you. I know. Ed was very proud of me. Does the podcast know you're afraid of flying? I feel like I have mentioned it before. Have you mentioned how bad it is? <laughs> if I haven't, I've just, as I've gotten older, I've just had a bit more of a phobia. Um, so I just get really anxious when I do fly. But I'm, I'm trying to cope with it. I'll keep you posted on my journey <laughs> of recovery. Uh, but I made it. I'm here. I'm alive. It's currently 38 degrees. I'm, I was going to say at home, but I'm not. But that's my low of this week, which is that um, before I came here, my parents phoned me and they were like, by the way, your mom and I have COVID. And I was like, oh, shit. Because I was supposed to be staying, obviously, at my house with my parents, but um, I'm currently at my aunt's house whilst they are recovering and waiting to test negative. So that's... A bit of an annoying thing. I was telling Leo that it was such a weird feeling to come here and first of all not have my parents pick me up from mm. and from the airport. Like I had to get a taxi, and that was like that was such a weird experience as it was, and like not having someone because usually it's such a nice feeling like after a long flight or whatever to have them there. Yeah. I'm like oh, it was worth it, you know, like just seeing them. But then I I like went outside of the airport and I was like okay I need to find a, a taxi, uh, which is not fun, but. Uh, then I, my aunt was kind enough to offer me her place to stay until my parents test negative. So they they welcomed us home and to their home. And yeah, I am with Ed as well. So I wasn't completely alone, which is nice. But now it's just a bit of a waiting game to go home. We're just waiting for them to test negative. And then that is it. That was my low. It's a bit annoying. It feels really weird. Fingers crossed. How are they feeling? Are they feeling any better? My dad's feeling fine and he like he did a, a lateral test today and the line was um very faint. So I reckon he'll be <gasps> he'll be negative tomorrow probably. But my mom Yay! my mom is still at like peak COVID. Like she has the strongest no. fan. So I I reckon my dad got it first and then gave it to my mom. Um so they're at different times, which I guess is good, you know, like when my dad was feeling a bit worse at the beginning, she my mom was fine, so she was looking after him and now he's looking after her, so fingers crossed. 
it'll be all okay and i'll that's good and at least they're together yeah they're together and i'm with ed here so it's all it's not it's not too bad but i'm just excited to no. be home but yeah she's in jordan and she's being she's staying till september till the end of september so that is me it's crazy i know <laughs> you know what is crazy i'm a bit upset on behalf of you what you're gonna miss the best season like the best month uh, yeah september is like the best month in the uk i know as soon as i come back it's gonna be freezing <laughs> it's like end of Ugh. summer warm like it's like 20 degrees here but it's like the leaves are mm. starting to go like red and orange and it's just like yeah so beautiful outside when we went on our little hot girl walk yeah it, it felt so autumn so i had I had a bit of it, but not the whole thing. <laughs> also, October is still, is still autumn. You'll get the whole of October. Yeah, You'll just have to take lots of pictures and share them with me. Oh, don't you worry, girl. You know I don't will. Don't you worry. You're going to see all the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I've already posted about autumn like three times on our story. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. In like the span of like two days. <laughs> that I love back. that for you. <laughs> what were your okay. highs and lows? So my hi i mean obviously i was in because we had a break from recording right we we took a break for one week because i was in italy and car didn't have time to well we couldn't coordinate basically to like record an episode and then car also yeah. didn't have time to record a solo app so we we skipped our first week in a while which maybe we should have mentioned that we're really sorry like we yeah, posted sorry. something on our instagram as well but for those of you who didn't follow us on instagram you might be like excuse me <laughs> At least recognize that you've missed a week, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we are sorry. And it actually like was painful. I don't know. I hated not having an episode to upload because we've been so good with our Sundays. But, you know, sometimes life just gets in the way and we also just had to, I guess, just prioritize what was going on. And so I feel like, can I have two highs? Can I be greedy? Yeah, be, oh my God, go girl, be greedy. <laughs> my high from last week so from last week's episode would have been just being in Italy because it was so beautiful. I don't know if I properly told the podcast like what I was doing there, but it was me and a group of like four of my friends. We were in Italy and then we were kind of like visiting my boyfriend and like obviously doing stuff with his friends mm. as well. And we did just like such different things. Like we were like in Lake Garda, we went into the mountains one day, we explored Verona, we explored like a different city we explored venice we went to one of like the islands um which is called burano which is beautiful it's like belongs to venice and it's just like loads of colorful houses and it's so cute and it's like close to that island where they blow the glass or like make the glass so i got like a glass necklace and some glass earrings and stuff (laughs) so it was actually like it was it was beautiful and um it was also my boyfriend's birthday so that was very cute just like seeing the groups happy merge. birthday marco yeah happy late birthday <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just it's just so nice like seeing friendships group merge and like see how well they fit together there was some like little romances blossoming between like my friends and his friends not little romances <laughs> i don't even know if i can call it romances but like you know flirtation tips were happening and Little Cupid moments. me was very happy. Obviously, I would have loved Kara to be there, but fear of flying did got get in the way. Got in the way. <laughs> Sadly, next time, next year. Um, yeah. And then, but then on the 
on the other side like this week it, my high is just like to be back home <laughs> really weirdly I think this <laughs> summer has just been so crazy with like moving and constant traveling all of which I'm so beyond blessed to do right but it it has gotten like a bit draining and like exhausting all of the social activity I think my battery is like please recharge me please recharge me please which is recharge me. <laughs> um so yeah I've kind of this I have now like three and a half weeks or something until I have to until I have to that sounds so negative until I'm flying back <laughs> to Venice again to you know long distance things and then I've got a couple more trips coming up because I can't stop so won't funny. stop traveling Leo's literally messaged me and is like, hold me accountable. I am not doing anything in September. So that's my job is to make sure that you don't yes. do anything. Exactly. You rest your body. Yes. Until I fly to Venice, I'm like on like rest and recharge mode. Like this weekend already has been so nice. I've been like reading. Do, I like I want to do like solo trips. I also don't want to drink. Um, So just kind yeah. of do like a proper reset of like body and mind. I've been like starting to read self-help, like a self-help book as well. Self-help sounds so stupid. I hate that name, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Just to like, you know, journal a bit more, yeah. do some more reflection. Oh yeah. And I saw Cara, which was lovely. I, honestly, it's been such a high that we've been getting to see each other more. Yeah. You, you moving like 20 minutes from my office has been the best thing that's ever happened to me honestly it's like completely changed the game (laughs) and then when you're back I know we've mentioned this before but we will actually start filming our podcasts yeah we'll try we don't know how it's gonna work out because we don't know how to video edit so (laughs) that's gonna be real fun we don't have a camera or anything just know that we're trying and whenever we are happy with whatever we produce we will share as soon as possible so yeah why do I speak for so long? Like, no one cares. I'm not done yet. Girl, girl, I thought you went through your highs and lows. No, give me some more time. Okay, you have three minutes, Leo. Okay, but this is a funny story, basically. <laughs> oh, it no, all began... this is take ages. Five minutes, go. Okay, this is, it all began when we went to the mountains. We went to the Alps with Marco's friends, and it was so beautiful. We went mushroom picking, which don't tell the authorities because pretty sure it's illegal but it's fine we went mushroom (laughs) picking and it was really cool I like a couple times thought I was gonna die because I was gonna slide down the mountains and then afterwards we all came back down it was in the Alps and we had like a barbecue and stuff and we were right by a stream and Marco was like yeah the stream water is so clear like we can see like where the origins of it is like we can drink it so we were all there like me and my friends and Marco and a couple of his friends were the only ones to like you know drink the water I, I literally was bathing myself in it pretty much like I it was so tasty <laughs> like a quote that I said was this is the best water I've ever drunk I was enjoying it thoroughly and then so you were like gulping it down you were like I'm gonna drink yeah. as much of this as I can we were like feeling like proper nature people like nature girlies you know <laughs> we're like oh my god we're so connected. Oh my god, like one with nature. Mushrooms, one drinking nature. fresh stream water. And then I remember, because Vesh, one of my friends who was with me, was took a video on her stories, like, of me, like, drinking the stream water. And she said that, like, one of her cousins, who's a doctor, replied, like, oh, one of you guys is gonna get, like, get the shits pretty much. Literally. <laughs> and, um, and we were like, ha ha ha, no, as if. Um, and then a day later, we were at Legara and one of our friends just starts feeling, like, horrible. She starts, like, throwing up. 
um she's feeling so faint we we thought it was a heat stroke it was a, it was actually a nightmare because we had to like travel back five hours and she was feeling sick the whole Bless time her. Oh. and we had to take two different buses two trains had to wait at like train stations for like over an hour like it was actually one of the worst journeys we had to do yeah you never want to feel that ill when you're commuting like yeah and then she was oh. feeling so ill and then we were still thinking okay maybe it's a heat stroke and then the next day suddenly another another one of our friends messaged us she was already back in England but she'd also drank from the stream water being like oh my god I've been like throwing up and like you know coming out of both ends kind of thing <laughs> and then and we were like oh my god like what a coincidence that's so weird like Lucy's also been feeling bad then Marco starts feeling super sick like all of a sudden at lunchtime and then we just you know the, the pieces just like are falling together in our heads of like oh my god what's the one thing that everyone has had in common <laughs> it's a it's the stream water and then we obviously google it makes complete sense like it was super stupid of us to drink it. in hindsight I, you're like how did we dumb. just listen to marco and honestly and honestly that. and then like both of his friends that also drank it also like so literally everyone been, besides like, you and ali right the only two people who didn't have anything is me and my other friend ali well fingers like, crossed you're all had good. nothing yeah, fingers crossed nothing's gonna happen. It's now been exactly a week since, so I'm really yeah. hoping I'm safe. I think you'll be fine, yeah. But it's just, it's kind of iconic and kind of tragic. Yeah, that's why we couldn't record on the Thursday, because we were at this, like, event, and we were, we were planning to leave early so we could have, like, a little late-night sesh, but then someone who was with us at the event started, started throwing up, so we were like, okay, no. Yeah, and she, she'd also home. been on the trip with us. Yeah, so she was drinking that water as well so yeah um, our priorities were like let's make sure she's okay and then we'll just have to record another day like one by one <laughs> the pieces have been falling the soldiers have been falling oh bless <laughs> so, the soldiers have been falling so that's been just well lesson learned oh definitely so. and i mean hopefully i'll still be fine i just felt so bad for everyone and obviously it kind of like yeah you just never <laughs> want to see your friends sick didn't you also say that like literally 10 minutes after you drank the water you literally saw like a cow like no we was a cow we saw the cows the whole time i don't know why we didn't put the pieces together there were like cows like five meters from us like right by the stream obviously they must have been like pissing and pooping in the stream like what are, then, what are we thinking and then he just continued to <laughs> i remember we were looking at our water bottle and there was literally a bit like fl- floating about in it like <laughs> and we were like Ugh. but we were like oh it's Leo. nature <laughs> You're like, oh my god, I can taste the nature. How lovely. <laughs> well, uh, funny. I'm glad you guys are all like relatively okay though. Like it could have gone worse. It definitely so. could have gone worse. I'm telling you, it tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't handle that. That's so funny. So yeah, don't be stupid like us. Don't drink stream water because you'll likely throw up or have... The other... I, yeah, I don't know if that's like bad to say is that like a bad word um no but yeah you'll have gross things coming out of all holes so (laughs) (laughs) not recommendable i think this is the least uh, nice conversation we've had on no (laughs) this is almost as bad as you you're you dropping your phone in the toilet and having to pick it up why do i always talk about poop what is it with my (laughs) life why (laughs) good lord that's hilarious I'm just always here to bring the convo back on a non-wholesome level, you know? Gotta, you gotta put that in there.
I've talked for literally a bazillion years. Cara, do you want to introduce what this episode is going to be about? Okay, I'll try and introduce. Basically, uh, Leo's dad sent her a message sending an article, which I don't know what he said in the message because Leo didn't tell me. Literally nothing. He just sent me the link. My dad, like... My dad regularly just sends me links to articles he thinks, like, I'd find interesting. And the article is called, Why Generation Z Should Give Up Striving to Be Their Best Selves. And Leo found it very interesting to read, and she sent it to me, and she was like, have a little read. And I found it really interesting as well. So we, we said this would be such an interesting article to kind of share with you guys and give our opinions because it kind of contradicts a lot of the things that we talk about in our podcast. So... Mm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if you guys as well, because we're going to read basically the article, it's not that long. Um, so it'll be interesting if you guys either agree or disagree again as well with what she's saying in the article. So Yeah, it, I just want to say it really made me think, like I remember I was reading it and we were in a cafe in mm. Italy and I was like reading it out loud like to my friends and it really just like made us pause for a second and I think it's just like thought provoking. Yeah. Which is why I think it'd be good to share and Reading it the first time, I was like, oh my god, I completely agree. Reading it, like, a couple more times, I definitely have some points where, like, not I disagree, but I just have some, like, counterpoints, and I don't, like... Yeah. I just have some critiques, or not even critiques, I just have some of my thoughts that maybe oppose what she's saying, the author. Yeah. Why it doesn't, like, fully apply with how you think and how you do things. Exactly. So I just thought it would be interesting to share. Uh, We we kind of, like, we've shortened the article a little bit in terms of, like, what we're going to read, but... I'll just start and um, we'll obviously link the article in the episode notes but to start off it's an article that was published in the Guardian and the author is Zoe Williams to give full credits. Okay so my core observation is this dear generation Z try not to self-maximize all the time. Look, nobody wants to be an ambassador for MDMA or a cheap session lager and plastic cups that splosh. So let's park the specifics and keep this very general. It's important to sometimes make the bad choices, to do things so regrettable that you're still laughing in shame 30 years later. The reason it's important is not some nebulous one about letting your hair down. It's very specific. You can make every good choice, practice self-care and sleep hygiene, exercise, meditate, reflect, feel grateful, eat clean, and things are still going to go wrong. Relationships will still break down, careers will still fail to launch, you'll still be inside your own head. If you're constantly striving to be your best self, the obvious solution is just to try harder. You'll end up like a new labor government of your own mind and body, constantly setting targets, measuring things, going back to recalibrate the key performance indicator, wondering why, when all the boxes have been ticked, the outcome has not been achieved, then going back to add more boxes. But a lot of the problems are external to you. Your pay isn't high enough because of your employer, not because your alignment is out of whack and it's interfering with your hustle. Sure, hangovers give you anxiety, but so does rent. It's reasonable to bring your serious minds to these serious times, but self-discipline is a lonely creed and solidarity is more fruitful. I think a lot about the intense, how do you say this, hedonism? Hedonism? I honestly don't know. Of the long 1990s and whether there's a connection between that and Generation X's failure to make a political impact. All the gains we managed to let slip through our fingers, the sheer thinness of talent in the Cameron slash Clegg slash Milliband age bracket. I guess you guys could plausibly argue that not being drunk all the time has already made you more politically effective, more challenging, more radical, more searching. 
Realistically, though, the social fabric has been under sustained attack by late capitalism for the whole of this century, and I'm not sure that Gen X drinking less snake bite would have made much difference. We're going into a period of great material hardship, and nobody knows that better than Gen Z. All the joy in life, all the beauty is going to come from sex, fellowship, revolution, and the life of the mind. You know where all those things start? They start in a pub. Have you ever heard a more British sentence? <laughs> they start in a pub. <laughs> they start in a bloody, bloody pub. They start With a, a point in pub. your hand. <laughs> okay, Cara, what was your initial thoughts reading the article? Okay, so my first initial thought was when she was saying like, oh, it's important to sometimes make the bad choices and to do things that you'll laugh at in shame 30 years later. My instinct was, but like bad choices shouldn't be made consciously. Like, I don't think you should go into a situation where you're like, I know this is probably not going to be good for me, but I'm going to do it anyways. Mm. Or at least I can't relate to that. Like, if I make bad choices, it's because at that time I genuinely believed that it was the right choice to make. Yeah, I'm not going into something knowing that it's not going to be good for me. And I don't think that's a good mindset to go into things. And no. I don't know if that's what she meant, but that's like how I interpreted that bit of it. I feel like she's talking about like stupid drunk things that you do. And then you're like, Oh my, because I feel like it revolves a lot about like alcohol and rave culture. Like, I feel like all of us, even you have those, like at uni and stuff. I don't think you at the time, obviously, you're thinking that it's stupid, but then you look back and you're like, oh no, why? Why, oh why? Like drinking stream water. I, I bet I'll be laughing at that in 30 years. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, that I completely agree with. Like, I don't think there's a pressure to be perfect at that young age, but it's. Maybe it's the way I interpreted it, where she's saying, like, it's important to make the bad choices. But I thought that was kind of, like, common sense, no? What I thought was interesting is, like, I do think people are approaching their 20s differently to, like, how they used to. Okay, and that's what she's addressing, right? Yeah, I think that maybe our parents or, like, the generation before us grew up with this, like, understanding that in your 20s you are supposed to, like, let loose, have fun, explore, experiment, um... And that that was okay. Yeah. And that that was like, not what's expected, but that's kind of like what your 20s are all about. I'm sure there were completely different pressures, by the way, that like they probably also faced, you know, even yeah. in the 90s and stuff. I do think that like in our 20s now, I think it's because of social media a little bit and also like all of the external fucking shit that's going on in our lives, right? Like the political shit that we now have to care about. Yeah. Um, But then again, I do feel like previous generations had to be very active in political sense as well. No, that's so true. Um. But I think maybe because of social media, you're so aware of like what people, what other people are doing at like your age or even younger. So I think there is that constant pressure to like, I'm not doing enough or constant comparison, we've, which we've spoken about before. And it's always like, could I be doing more? Could I be hustling more? Could I be more productive? Could I be more efficient? Could I be more aligned? You know, whatever. I, I think that's what's so funny as well as like reading this and then realizing that our podcast is kind of aimed to like better ourselves in some way. Yeah. I think it's maybe almost implicit, like the pressure that our generation gets put under, you know, of always just striving to be perfect and yeah, like self-maximize. And there's always something you could be working on or always something to be better at, um, which I do think is true and why it kind of resonated with me in that way of like, I think there is something to say for people are so <laughs> there was this quote as well which was saying like generation sensible risk yeah. missing out on life experiences therapists warn which I do think is true to some extent because I think that a lot of people are so hard like trying to make 
the intelligent, the responsible choices at such a long, at such a young age. And it's like, we could potentially be like looking back and be like, why? Because I look back at like some of my uni years and I'm like, why did I not let go more? Like, why was I in the library the first year? Not going to specific events or not going like to explore the area mm. more or all of that because I was so focused on exams and studying and not saying I shouldn't have been studying but I think having a better balance there's a balance yeah which sometimes doesn't get achieved because you're so focused on being better and I'm like okay who's that benefiting you know that like constant drive for like productivity self-maximization self-improvement like is that not just ultimately benefiting capitalism like they're really the ones I was gonna love it even like even like self-help books and like all of like the movements obviously brands are tapping into them because it gives them more money if we're investing into more products and like literally and even like the simplest thing like journaling like and Mm. all these notebook companies that are really like tapping into that and capitalizing that it makes you realize as well that they don't like as much as it might seem like they have our best interests at heart they they really don't no um I mean when when you journal and and you do all these like little like your routines and stuff do you feel like that adds more pressure onto you or do you actually feel uh, to be your best self or do you actually feel like it helps you understand yourself in that moment because for me when I'm like when I journal it's not to be like how can I approach my next year of life in a better way it's more like how am I feeling in this moment what lessons can I learn from the past but not in a way to to be like I'm not good enough right now you know it's more just like understanding myself in the moment and then as it goes seeing (laughs) where life takes me learning learning little lessons yeah no and that's where I kind of disagree with the article because I think that for I don't think there's anything bad that come from that can come from like people wanting to understand themselves better even like tapping into things like meditation spirituality like becoming more open, educating ourselves more. I don't think there's anything negative that can come from that, you know, to be honest. And I think there's a reason why Gen Z is, I mean, I'm hoping, obviously there's a lot of people that don't fall into that category as well, but I feel like a lot of the Generation Z people that I've met are like some of the most open-minded and, yeah, open-minded people versus like older generations and I think it's also and also like most open to breaking stereotypes or like you know smashing some of those boundaries or like exploring other aspects which aren't like that commonly um accepted previously because we're trying to understand ourselves better I think obviously it's kind of like a vicious cycle because it's like I think we have that innate ability maybe because of like all the external stuff so we're like looking inwards and also because there's so much that is like good in our lives so there's a lot of external factors we don't have to worry about but then do so then like the internal self-reflection I feel like is something that we are kind of pushed towards and then also that's so true like the trends are pushing us towards that as well like TikTok is only making like spirituality into like more of a trend or like journaling or resetting or yoga or whatever and it's hard to identify I think like what of that is what you really want to do and what of that is yeah because you you feel like almost that's what you should be doing which I feel like we've talked about yeah you see other girls that are having all these routines waking up early like at seven doing a doing a not seven whatever waking up at six doing a little workout before and they're like oh I've already drank a whole bottle of water and it's like well that's good for you actually but (laughs) it's all those things where it's like the 
it's so structured and so routine then you're like oh if I actually just woke up at eight and started work at nine then I I've already not done what I could have and what other people yeah. are doing to maximize themselves so I, th- I, I see where that pressure is coming from so um, I, yeah I guess it goes back to like you have to like just really be honest with yourself like what actually helps you know I I genuinely feel that when I don't have enough moments to myself and yeah where I'm journaling where I'm reflecting like I can I think especially because the external things that we can't control like all of what she was saying right like we all know we're going into a cost of living crisis like inflation wars climate <laughs> crisis like there's so many things that like are yet to happen and that we're only like on the cusp of happening like I think the pandemic wasn't even the worst you know I think it was just the start of everything and I think isn't there a point to be made that because of all of the external things we can't control it's even more important that we build resilience in our minds so that we have the capacity to deal with the things that are happening to us like the only things we can control in these times is our minds and our reactions and yeah I think there's nothing bad in wanting like striving towards understanding our minds and our emotions better to be able to cope with these things that's what yeah I completely agree with what you're saying I think this literally has to do with our mindset like Mm. if you're going to be going into it with a mindset of like I have no control over the shit things that are happening like probably not getting the pay rise that you want because of the economic status whatever or like struggling to find a job or or housing housing not not being able to buy a house and you you were planning to do it if you feel like you you need to tap into all these like self-care things just so you feel like you're in control of your life then like that might might make it a bit toxic but if you're going into it being like I know I can't control those other things but I want to prepare myself and like not not have that like toxic mentality where you're like okay I know I know I don't have control over those things and like me doing these things isn't me trying to like panically find control in my life then I think it there is a positive side to it because like you said it it helps with the whole self-betterment thing and like you prepping yourself to be able to mentally handle all the challenges that will come yeah. going forward but it, it, it's all about like how you're approaching it like if you're feeling like if you miss that one morning of journaling and reading that you're planning to do and then you feel crap about yourself at the end of the day because you're not doing enough then that's that's where it, like the line is being crossed I think yeah I agree and I think there is something to be said for like yeah we should all just be living a bit more you know and I think there shouldn't be such a pressure in terms of like you have to live a certain way like I think because of like we're all living through like our cameras so much and our phones I think that adds another element as to like why people aren't living in the moment enough and like you know whenever you see in movies like people scrolling on Instagram it feels so surreal it's like what are you doing just like get off your bloody phone you know like yeah why are you spending time staring at that little box what are you you know (laughs) But then you obviously <laughs> end up doing it. It's so strange. And I think that's a that's a something where I definitely agree. Like we all just need to actually live our life a bit more and say yes to certain opportunities while still I do believe that it's important to like take care of your mind. And what I don't agree with the article is I find it I like I completely agree with like all of the good things in life, like all of the joy, the beauty is gonna come from like sex companionship connection your mind exactly like completely agree relationships you know but does that all have to start in a pub like I don't know that's that's what I was gonna say I I, the one thing I hate not hate the one thing I don't like about this article is she's saying well I don't think drinking a little less is gonna make you prepared for life and it's like why is the why is the counter argument to uh doing self-care practices routines drinking better eating healthy why is the counter 
you drinking more alcohol, getting shit faced, but actually having fun and like not like yeah. living in the moment. Why are those the two opposing things? You can have meaningful connections, you can have sex, you can have relationships whilst doing those self care things with your friends. Like it's not like even like having a session with your like sitting with your friends and having deep meaningful conversations. That is a that is I think a self care practice or like a yeah. self betterment practice but you're doing it in a in a healthy way that builds connections yeah i agree because i really liked all of her points i really liked all of the points that she was making but then at the beginning we cut we cut out a bit actually like that was at the beginning where she's talking about like rave yeah. culture and how people like aren't drinking as much as they used to and like aren't letting go as much or like i guess like doing drugs first of all i don't think it's true like i think people are still doing plenty of drugs and plenty of alcohol <laughs> um Obviously, I think Literally. there is there is more of an openness to, like, sobriety nowadays and, like, more of an awareness of, like, it's actually bloody unhealthy for yeah. you, you know? Yeah, And I don't think that's bad. Like, no, I don't think that's bad either. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like she could, the, the article could have been, like, more relatable if it was less, like, well, just go to the pub and get shit-faced and don't care as much. If she used, like, other examples to be, like, you know what, it's okay if you sleep in a little late that that morning. Like, don't put the pressure on yourself to do things like that. Or if you don't want to be going on that run that one day and you just want to have a cozy night in, like, things like that, I think would have been or more even, relatable yeah. to me than being, like, all the things that you're going to enjoy in your 20s start in a pub. Like, that's not how I see myself or, like, how I want to approach my 20s, to be honest. Yeah. I think there's, like, a balance. Because, obviously, like, okay, if there had been one example of, like, oh, one night you get too drunk, like, you know, that's fine. That's going to happen. And I agree. Yeah, we don't, we yeah. shouldn't beat ourselves up for, like, experimenting with things and, like, having fun letting go once in a while. But it shouldn't be the only thing that's associated with <laughs> being present, letting go, and, like, yeah. you know, being i don't know being free in our 20s mm. you know i think there's so much like even like booking a spontaneous trip with your friends or you Literally. know it, you were supposed to don't know sort out your finances and do bloody excel spreadsheets on the sunday and instead you decided to go explore your local area or like go to don't know a, a lake nearby with your friends Literally. like i'm like okay that's i think that's completely fine like i think that's something where i would agree and i would like argue for and that's, I think, what I want to take from this article is, like, it's not... I think the drinking point is completely... Yeah, I don't... I don't know why. I think it's invalidating her point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I think what I do what I do like about her article is, like, yeah, we do need to ease off the pressure a little bit and think about who are we doing all this for, all of the self-maximization. Yeah, and it's okay not to have all the answers. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And I think, just to make it more relatable, I think people know that, like, Ed and I are feeling the pressure to be like, oh my god, we need to find a place, we need to move in, like, that's the next stage that's there. And we, we literally just sat with each other. Yeah, like, buy a house. Buy a house, like, that's the next stage. But we, we sat with each other and we were like, actually, there's no pressure at this moment. Like, this is stressing us out. It's not the right yeah. market probably at the minute. But it, but the same point is like, if it doesn't feel right to us now, there's no pressure to do that yeah. now. And I think it's just, yeah, stripping it back, back down. Like you said, don't do it for anyone else besides then rather than yourself. Not because someone said at this point in your life, you need to have achieved this, this, this and this. Yeah. And stripping it back to the core things that make you happy at the end of the day. Um if if bettering yourself makes you happy then do that like it's again all about the mindset so if you're going into i need to do all these self 
care habits so that I could be accepted in my generation, then that's a horrible way to approach it. But if you're actually doing it because that makes you happy and it's something you truly deep down want to do, I think that's fine. And I think you also can't approach it as like a self-protection mechanism of like, if I do all these things, if I practice what like affirmations and if I manifest things and nothing bad is going to happen, like just doesn't work that way. Me and my friends were doing a meditation yesterday together and it was all about like feeling safe and feeling grounded. And for some reason, I don't know why, but in my head it was like when it was feeling safe, I was like, okay, but what about the women or the people that like get raped or abducted like how does this fit into it and I was asking them this after because they're both very into spirituality and one of my friends is um is a very like devout Hindu so she like knows a lot about because obviously that's like the the origin of a lot of these spirituality practices yeah and she was saying that like it's all about kind of feeling safe and grounded within yourself but it doesn't mean that external bad things aren't gonna happen and that they're not happening everywhere around you. Like, life is unfair. The world is unfair. Yeah. That is a fact. But you know what? I don't think and people talk about this enough, is that you you only properly realize, if you're lucky enough to have had a privileged childhood and get to a certain point, I feel like you only realize this in your 20s. I think I've re- the probably the reason I've been more anxious recently is because I've been more exposed to the shit of the world, you know? Like, I never had to think yeah. about walking alone at night or whatever at uni. I lived at, I was in a campus uni, so, like, everyone was just students. So I felt safe. Whereas now, it's like, I actually have to think about, oh, have I packed my rape alarm when I'm walking alone in the street? And, like, little things like that that I never had to... I should get one, actually. You should get one. But little things like that that obviously have made me a bit more negative and pessimistic because it's made me more scared, I guess, and more anxious. And I think we don't we don't address those things enough. Or, like, no one realizes yeah. the pressure of, like, actually realizing that the wor- world isn't as innocent and as, like, perfect as we want it to be. And we only realize that now. And I guess that's, like, in direct juxtaposition of, like, the romanticizing your life movement, right? And I feel like there has to just be a balance of, of both. And there's also something, you know, we're so exposed to all of the information, like, all of the bad. Probably more of the bad than the good, because the only good we see is, like, f- curated good that other people are posting. Yeah. You know? But then we see all of the bad and like all of the news outlets and whatever articles we get sent. And I don't, I honestly don't know the answer to this of like, to which degree is education and being constantly aware of what's going on everywhere in the world helpful because you're more educated and you're more aware of people's, other people's struggles. And to what point is it just damaging and inflicting this constant pressure onto your own life? And I think that's just like getting worse and worse. It's properly analyzing the state. The statement "ignorance is bliss." Is it really bliss? Like mm. when? When is it good to know know what you're getting yourself into, and when is it better to go into the situation naively? Um, I I am saying I don't have the answer to that question. I don't know the boundaries yeah. just yet. Please let us know your thoughts. Like, please DM us what you think because yeah, honestly, I don't know because I think to some extent, I think we have to know what is going on in the world and be aware, but then also distance ourselves to some extent just to stay present in our own lives, right? Because if we're so consumed with everything else that is going on and all the what ifs and what could happen and what are all the potential dangers, like I think we just wouldn't be able to live in the present or live in the moment or enjoy our lives at all, you know? Yeah. Also, I think when you know all the shit that's going on in the world, not putting, not feeling guilty that you're not doing enough to maybe fix those situations that you want to, because I think I feel that sometimes, like 
the constant guilt yeah. of like, well, I'm here. Like, I can travel, I can see my parents, safe. I can do this, I'm safe. I have all these, like, key needs. And I know people don't have that. And, like, I, I feel sometimes helpless. And I think that's that also maybe puts more pressure, yeah. <laughs> which is not good. But, yeah, it's finding the boundaries. I don't know how we drifted to this topic, but it's so interesting. I have no idea. Okay, because I, again, had, like, two conflicting thoughts. Because on the one hand, I was thinking, like, maybe our generation has more time to, like, spend on self-improvement and stuff because we are fortunate to not have grown up like in I'm saying in the western in the majority of the western world in the majority of our lives obviously now a lot of things have changed recently with like the the world that's happening in Ukraine but for the majority of our lives we haven't had to worry about like our existence you know or like very basic needs like a lot of it probably for the majority of us listening has been they've been covered so then it's like we can look at like the top part you know what is it like the Maslow's hierarchy of needs I mean that's also a bit obviously disputed and like critiqued but there is a certain element to it of like when you're in a state of survival which I know like a lot of like my grandparents my great-grandparents had to be because they were fleeing or they were you know whatever state of like refugees they were at Mm. like at that point obviously you're not like sitting down to journal (laughs) you're bloody like worried about surviving you know that's so true um but then I know that the podcast episode which I always recommend with the holocaust survivor um and she was saying that like even with when she was in the concentration camp the way she survived was reframing things in her mind and having a strong mindset Mm. and being like reframing her situation to feel like she was the one who was lucky because she was kind of at peace with herself and her values and the people who were the the captors and like the the prison guards they were the ones who were the ones to be to be pitied you know and like so I feel like there's something to be said for both like even in horrible situations I know that that's often when people do find spirituality Mm. and that's when they do find that like actually the most important thing is exploring your mind further and Mm. Finding, like, inner peace and inner... And inner strength. I think our mind has, like, so much resource that we don't even tap into for most of our lives. Maybe because Because technology takes so much ease away. Yeah, Yeah, like, makes things so easy. Like, we live in so much comfort, but then actually, like, we don't even know the true potential of, like, what our mind could do if we were, like, fully exploring it. Yeah, I guess you only really know what you're capable of when you're put in those, like, horrible situations and you have to handle it and see how strong you are. Yeah, what are we even chatting about? Like, I've got... We've gone completely <laughs> off topic. I think I think it does blend though. Like I, I, I think we came to this <laughs> rationally somehow. <laughs> but I guess it's like an interesting note to leave the episode episode on though. Yeah, I hope it's a bit of food for thought. We literally have no answers. No, we have just no like answers. Spitballing, just a bit of conversation. Random thoughts. Um, but let us know like what you thought of this article and if it does, or if, if even if our conversation following uh, us reacting to it kind of brings up some thoughts um and please do share mm-hmm. with us because we love to hear uh, any of your thoughts yes, we're leaving please. this episode so open-ended i love it <laughs> yeah it's gonna be an open-ended episode food for thought please let us know your thoughts in our dms um instagram at the matcha diaries at the matcha diaries <laughs> <laughs> little plug and maybe we'll like we can we can post them like on our stories yeah there's some like really interesting ones that make us think because i think the world deserves to know <laughs> um <laughs> and yeah i guess we'll just leave it here eh? yeah let's leave it here hope you're having a good day let's say sorry again for not uploading last week but we will be back at it 
And I think this was a yeah. good episode to get back into it as well. It's one of our like really deep ones, yeah. so it's quite fun to record. So yeah, we hope you enjoyed. We appreciate <laughs> you lots and hope you have a great week ahead. Yes, speak soon. Until next time. Bye. Bye.